Let's go talk to Tim Stout, Stout on Sports from the game, 7.30 a.m. in Lansing, our affiliate. He's heard weekday mornings at 10 a.m., TV guy, Lansing State Journal, and more. He joins us on the Meyer guest sign. Uh, we're going to talk about Michigan State's aircraft carrier game Friday night and the Spartans now a win away from being bowl eligible in football. Tim, I want to go back to Friday night. That was almost a perfect game by Izzo and the Spartans. And outside of blowing that 12-point lead and the questionable play call at the end, uh, one heck of a performance uh, in front of America and our military by Michigan State. Yeah, I wasn't surprised, Bill. I mean, you know, they pointed for this event. They knew it was national, national TV, and if nothing else, I think Tom Izzo, you know, talent aside, was going to have his guys ready to play as hard as they could possibly play, which I think they did. I think the key for them moving forward, especially tomorrow night with Kentucky, can they maintain that same sense of energy? I think it's very difficult in a November game on an aircraft carrier in that setting to really determine a whole lot on either side. I mean, I don't know how good Gonzaga is. I was a little surprised they were second again today in the AP poll and Michigan State was 26th. I think we're going to get a better reading a little bit as tomorrow night indoors in a basketball arena on a neutral court, although it'll be dominated by Kentucky fans. And Tom Izzo said today this is the best Kentucky team he's ever seen because they got four senior starters. And like he says, Calipari never has senior starters. All those good guys leave after their freshman or sophomore years. He's got the center back who's the player of the year. And they got a freshman who had a terrific game the other night against Duquesne. So I think it'll be a better test, frankly, a, a, you know, a more realistic test uh, than what Gonzaga was. I mean, when they were up 45-33, I thought, hey, Gonzaga's going down. It just wasn't their night, but it didn't quite work out that way, as we all know. Tim Stout from Stout on Sports. And our affiliate, the game, 7.30 a.m. in Lansing. They carry the huge show weeknights at 6. Stout is on weekday mornings at uh, 10 a.m. Uh, let's move on talk about Mel Tucker, Michigan State. They did what they had to. They had to win that game against Rutgers, and here they are a win away from being bowl eligible. And where do you think they'll end up? Quick lane bowl? Well, that's what all of the bowl projectors say. They have them beating Indiana and losing to Penn State and finishing 6-6 six and six, and then making their way, you know, between ESPN and the Big Ten and all that, making their way to Detroit on December 26th. I somewhat will believe that, uh, you know, when I see it. Uh, I mean, I would think they would beat Indiana. I don't think the surprise was Rutgers to get within one of bowl eligibility. I mean, everybody thought they were going to beat Rutgers and Indiana at home. The surprise came when they beat Illinois on the road. And now you see where Illinois has landed. So does that tell you anything more moving forward about all of that? Uh, And I don't think State was great against Rutgers by any stretch of the imagination. But I don't think they have to be great against Indiana either. And they can still win it and get by. If they want to beat Penn State, then they're going to have to turn it up tremendously, in my opinion. I mean, more than likely, if if you go by what the odds makers will say, they'll finish six and six. And as I say, take it for whatever it's worth. The four major bowl projectors have them in Detroit, so we'll see. And I think getting to that bowl, having a big home crowd in Detroit, based on the roller coaster ride, which may be an understatement for this team this year, on and off the field. I think that would be a good ending for Mel Tucker. They recruit Detroit heavily. Uh, you, you get a bowl game. You get the extra practices. You you get it uh, in your home state. Uh, I know players would love a trip someplace sunny, but I think that's better for Mel Tucker and Michigan State football if they ended their season in Detroit. 
My only problem with it, Bill, is if I was the Big Ten, I never would have signed up for a bull pact with a Mid-American Conference because those are the games in the teams you play in September to get two easy, quick wins, which State did against Western and Akron. To me, it's no reward. With all due respect, you're not playing. You know, I mean, the, the projected teams are Toledo, Bowling Green, and Ball State. Come on. I mean, that's, that's supposed to be where you are as a Power 5 team, where I think the game would would have some modest pizzazz if it was up against, say, Oklahoma, who's currently five and five. If you put Oklahoma at Ford Field at say six and six against six and six Michigan State, to me you would have something. But I don't see anybody getting all that excited. Now would Michigan State people go? That's an unknown because they've never been in Detroit for this game and they would have to go watch and play a Mid American conference team. To me, if you lose that thing, you you have the stain of that loss. You're going to get ridiculed probably by other people in the state for getting in that game playing a sub-Power 5 conference team, and heaven forbid you should lose the game. If you win the game, no big deal, other than the fact that you get a winning record out of the season. But three of the seven wins, if it plays out that they play a Mid-American conference team, you know, that's what it would be. There's, I mean, I, 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 I just I don't see the glamour in that thing at all, playing a MAC team. Like I say, Oklahoma's 5-5, five and five, but the contract is with the MAC. It's not with one of the other Power 5 conferences. In my opinion, if I ran the Big Ten, every bowl game assignment we have is with a Power 5 conference. So even if we have 6-6 six and six teams in, they can play other 6-6 six and six teams of repute that are from the other major conferences so that it gives your team and your fans something to play for that's got some legitimacy. With all due respect, to me, there's no legitimacy in a bowl game playing Toledo, Ball State, or Bowling Green. That's just my own opinion. And how is it that they can get another team in the quick lane bowl? It would be if the MAG didn't have enough bowl-eligible teams, correct? Yeah, and and you know, the Big Ten, I went over this today with a Michigan State official on the air. The world has changed a bit. I mean, there's nine conference assignments, and the Big Ten's probably going to be set there. And again, if the Mac can't fill it, well, then that changes the dynamic around a little bit. And to your point, Bill, I mean, what, you know, the next thing with a game like that, how many players will opt out of the game? like they did for the Peach Bowl a year ago on both Pitt and Michigan State sides because the game doesn't mean anything. Well, if it didn't mean anything in the Peach Bowl, why is it going to mean something to all these guys with NFL aspirations if they're playing in Detroit against a lesser foe? Now, the commissioner, the, the, the Big Ten, in conjunction with the ESPN, they kind of anymore match up these lesser bowls with teams they figure would be a good match for a variety of different reasons. In that scenario, clearly in Detroit, Michigan State fits because its fans would, you know, that you don't have to stay overnight, you don't have to fly, the tickets are cheap, and you'd go down there and you'd support the thing and you'd have some crowds. So there's that aspect, and, and the 26th of December is a legal holiday to begin with. So all of that plays to Michigan State's favor to being assigned to the quick lane ball. If it beats Penn State, and gets to seven and five and goes four and zero in November. I have a scenario where the worst they would do is Nashville, and possibly Charlotte, and even an outside shot at Florida. But that wouldn't be beating Penn State on a road. And if you looked at these two lately between Michigan State and Penn State playing there in a week from Saturday, is going to be a tall order in my opinion. Tim Stout, Stout on Sports, weekday mornings at 10 a.m. on the game, 7.30 a.m. in Lansing. You can hear the huge show weeknights at 6 p.m. on a.m. 7.30. Uh, the game, it was good seeing Brock at the Grand Ledge, Caledonia, 
high school quarterfinal game this past Saturday. Does a great job calling play-by-play. Uh, he had his little shrine photos of you and little candles, <laughs> green and white. They, that was special in the press box. That was beautiful. I can't believe I can't believe Bill how good year after year after year high school football is in West Michigan. Amazing. I mean, they get it's just unbelievable year after year, and the crowds that they get to support those teams. I mean, between all the Catholic schools over there, and then the Rockfords and Caledonias and Wolves of the world, Hudsonville, all of them. It's amazing to me how good all those teams are. I mean, Ford Field almost becomes a. You know, I mean, it's Grand Rapids East with the teams that they have over there. And I think they're going to have a lot of these teams left when they get to Ford Field Thanksgiving weekend. I see it coming, frankly. And I want to give Grand Led some credit. That was a loaded team. Their quarterback uh, at knee, foot, got hurt early or maybe late first half, early second quarter, and he didn't return. But they have some college players. They had uh, some dudes, some size, and they were well coached. It was a great atmosphere, even though the temperature was around 35 degrees. I agree. I said it in my opening huge opinion today, Tim, that the quality of high school football in West Michigan, it's oh, not Detroit amazing. yet. It's not, you know, you got De La Salle, you have Catholic, Detroit Catholic Central, Brother Rice, Detroit King, but you're starting to see more, you know, Macomb, Dakota, all them, Belleville, River Rouge, all that. But uh, West Michigan is hanging uh, with those schools, if not surpassing them. So it'll be interesting come. Uh, Thanksgiving Day weekend at Fort Field. Absolutely. And West Michigan will have a, you know, out of the 16 teams that will play down there in the eight games, I'll bet you there's at least four or five from Grand Rapids. So we'll see. Cause, and they'll be right in it. Too. And they'll have great crowds, too. They'll all go across the state and go over there Thanksgiving weekend and have a good time. Yeah, Caledonia-Clarkston will be a good one. Uh, that's tough to pick a winner there. You have, I'm talking uh, West Side teams. Uh, you have Muskegon still alive. You have Grand Rapids South Christian playing Edwardsburg, uh, Grand Rapids West Catholic, Grand Rapids Catholic Central uh, live. Yeah, there's a, I, I know I'm missing some teams that people are going to give me grief, but so be it. I'm a statewide show, so I cover all the schools. Well, Caledonia, Clarkston, they play at 1 p.m. Saturday at East Lansing High School, and Muskegon plays DeWitt. DeWitt. Excuse me. This, this is not the, his best team. But they've gotten better built through the course of the year. They'll play their ever-loving brains out against Muskegon. I'm going to guess it's a fourth-quarter game. I don't know if DeWitt quite has enough senior power to get that far, but, but Muskegon's going to have to take them seriously because they are getting better. And remember this kid's name, Bryce Kearns for DeWitt. He does everything for them. He's, he's a quarterback, running back, receiver, plays both ways. He's the epitome of that team. Now, Muskegon isn't going to be easy. Muskegon's loaded. Everybody knows that. But DeWitt's used to playing in games like that. And I think when you get to the semifinal day in cold weather on a neutral site on AstroTurf, you get a lot of wild things that happen. It's a great day for high school football. I think it's too bad that those games are up against both Michigan and Michigan State. So a lot of fans have to make a choice of what they want to see. But but it's a great day for high school football in Michigan. I just wish it was going to be a little bit warmer. But the games ought to be great anyway. Yeah, they said temperatures may be highs in the 20s. Uh, yeah, coming up this weekend. Yeah. Timmy, we love you. Uh, thanks for your all time. Right. All right. No problem, buddy. Talk to you soon. All right. Tim Stout from the game, 730 AM in Lansing. Huge show is on in Lansing weeknights at 6 p.m.